Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. Today, we are asking you to like and subscribe as we talk to Umbard about a very special collaboration with Bar Pass X, Emma Inch, Dan Phillips, and a little podcast called A Woman's Brew. I'm Joanne, and with my co-host Tori, we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Hello. Hello. Um, this is almost everyone's second visit to the podcast. You came but didn't record last time, didn't you, Brett? Possibly, yes. Yeah. I think you popped on and then you popped yes, off again. Yes, you did. You did, I think. And Jordan's second time on the podcast. Oh, Welcome back. You like so much. And we're actually here at, at the brewery, at the tap room. Uh, we're brewing a beer today. Yeah. So we'd like to talk to you about why we're brewing this beer. <laughs> Well, I should have got, should have got like the label art to yeah. be like label art, but it's over there. Brewing today. Um, whose idea was it to do this crazy brew that we're doing? I think loosely my concept on this I one. Was, yeah. yeah. So uh, an idea of sort of, well, it, it was sort of a loose idea from me of of people helping people, uh, with the idea of different different people from different sort of social medias uh, helping to promote a brewery and a brewery helping to promote the social medias. Which was, I say, a very loose concept, and then brought together by the by the team at Unbarred that went, that is a very loose concept. We think there's something there, uh, and then sort of brought in brought more into fruition by this team. Yeah, yeah. No, we just evolved it, didn't we? Started chatting about it. I think Ian was like, I know this won't make any sense, but I've got an idea. That sounds about normal. Um, <laughs> and we unravelled it. And we unravelled it. Uh, opened it up a bit, and well, you know. How to look at it differently? I don't think we've ever done a collab like this. We've normally done collabs with mostly breweries or people that supply ingredients. So I think this is the first time that we've thought outside the box and embraced it from a different angle of who loves and promotes craft beer <laughs> and why do they do what they do and how can we use all our different skill sets to come together, um, such as you could jump more on a brew day and dig out a mash tun uh, and enjoy some beers and pizza um, and yeah I mean Brett's marketing manager I mean from socials Brett what have you learned already <laughs> yeah. I mean that's what you we were saying earlier isn't it like I think it's a big circle of people supporting each other so without without beer that all the people who love beer wouldn't have beer and then without those people loving it and promoting it there's lots of people who wouldn't know about it and then wouldn't be buying our beer so you know then Barfast X obviously are big supporters and have helped on the brew day you put down like I think it's a great way to like promote in a full circle and just like support everyone in a full circle like we were saying earlier then bringing in like um, some bottle shops or pubs and bars if that's what we want to do to kind of launch it we're then supporting some of our local community our local pubs and like you know getting people down to those to make sure people are drinking in those and they stay they keep going so I think that's yeah. it I mean it's been such a it's been such a tough time for everybody over the last few years and I think I think some of the social media artists have, have had a chance to hone some of their skills during lockdown where maybe some people had a bit of extra time that it's really nice if everybody can give back in every different way um, and yeah so if we can push it out to some of the local shops and, and push it onto some platforms where people might not have heard it I was out with uh, Dan um, one minute beer reviews uh, in Manchester and it's incredible people that people sat in the fierce bar telling him how he's how they've not drank craft beer before until they until he popped up on TikTok and you're like well, that's great that's you know that's that's what this should be about that's yeah. what the whole industry should be about I mean that's definitely why we started the podcast because we wanted to support the breweries that we yeah. enjoyed and, and you know support our local shops and, and things like that like that's one of the reasons that we started yeah we wanted to be able to be like okay well like we've had we've had opportunities as well people are like oh we'll just like send you beer we're like oh no but can you just let us buy it and like people are like oh we'll like, oh, still buy it and then if like if you do give us extra fine but like that's not for us it was like we wanted to be able to support it felt it felt more genuine for us to be able to be like let me support you because we really value like the kind of the beers that you're making and the stuff that you guys do and like bringing attention to breweries that are like doing these absolute killer stuff and they're doing 
like all the right things in terms of like the social side of, of it and um, the community side of it and it's yeah wanting to do like you said with bottle shops breweries all that so yeah. there's a big difference there as well I think Jordan's probably seen a lot of it when I was at Wild Weather you know working with you guys was was an absolute dream there was another guy from Bristol that sort of uh, emailed that just said oh, you know I'm travelling around would you give us 15 minutes of your time yeah not a problem at all and then we had a we had a lovely chat with him and he, he left with a bit of beer but it's the, it's the ones that come out outright and go I've got 15 subscribers and I expect 48 cans of beer to put you on a channel and you go and you go lovely um, uh, here's my day yeah. <laughs> it's the it's a, it's a that's not that's never like for us anyways like that's not the expectation like for us we're like oh we want to be able to like bring people feel like you know unbarred people know who unbarred are that's not you know we're, we're not always the people that are like oh let's find this brewery no one's ever heard of but yeah. equally it's like if it is a smaller brewery that people haven't heard of we're like great and if it is a bigger brewery that someone's just maybe not as into craft but they've found us through another medium and then they start listening and they're like oh well oh i've never heard this brewery and that sounds really nice and you know if we can do that like that is something that we I don't know, I feel like that's, we're really quite passionate about that as well. Yeah. So it was like to be invited here to do this was like, thank you, it's super cool to be able oh, to well, be like, especially because yeah. like, we'd had you on before. Absolutely. And like, love, yeah. So I had the beers on the podcast like so many times before, yeah. so it was really cool. So have you two been down here do before? I've not been, been to a bar. No. It's the first time. Oh, he hasn't. We recorded it online. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so so you haven't had a game of toads again? Yeah, we haven't had a game of toads, no. Joe came down, I didn't come down. Uh, we'd ordered some beers oh, yeah. and uh, I, I was here for something else and I said to Brett, I was like, well, can I pop in and collect them? He's like, yeah, just come and collect them. I thought it was a Monday that they were closed. <laughs> so I got down, I was like, um, I can't get in. He's like, oh, yeah, just come, come through the brewery. So there's me and my dad squeezing through the brewery because they have not got a so lot of space So what you're basically here. saying is you were knocking on the door going, excuse yeah, me, do you not know who I am? <laughs> well, we got into it and my dad and I couldn't find chatting to Jordan and my dad was like, this is the kind of thing you do all the time, isn't it? I was like, yeah. 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 Squeezing past more in People rooms. know me. <laughs> yeah, they do, they do, yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like the opposite side of the spectrum. People are like, hi, and I'm like, hey. And then like, I was like, I can't believe they knew who I was. I can't believe they knew who I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no one knows you. The people are like, oh, I've seen you somewhere. I was like, have you? Have you seen me? <laughs> but yeah, no, so, so the recipe-wise, like how, whose idea was it? Was it like a collaboration across across you all about what type of beer yeah I mean Nipah being for the last three years I would say is probably the most heavily drunk style I mean IPA has always been king since I've been a home brewer it's the most drunk style the gateway drug to craft beer Um, and so we've used our base beer that is pretty much like we've used for dank juice and some bigger hoppy hazies and Dank then, juice was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> We're doing a Danker juice in January. Oh, I had um, that this year when it yeah, came out. I was coming uh, back. I was at Matt's Tasted at Elusive. Yeah. And I ended up buying a can to take home because I was like, this is so good. But I drove <laughs> it and I could only have a little sip of it. And <laughs> I wanted more of it. <laughs> so yeah, load lo more of that coming January. We're doing a Danker with the terpenes from cannabis oh. in oh. the beer as well. Um, but coming back to the base of this and then working with uh, Bart Haas, uh, X, really wanted to work with some of the products we haven't used before, um, such as uh, Brew One, which we've actually been playing with, making hot water with lemons and limes today as well. Uh, but yeah, Ian, what, what innovating products have we worked with? Yeah, well, it's say, so, I mean, the, the more... The more we speak to a lot of breweries, the more you find out people have different problems. And largely, I think Unbarred are lucky in that the, your biggest problem is that you can't produce enough beer. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so, you know, the, we've got we've got products like Spectrum that can help them produce more beer on that side of things. So it made absolutely perfect sense to go, well, look, let's work together on a beer that really made, that can really show what Spectrum can do as a liquid hot product that can potentially give you more yield. Um, Let's let's find where that would really shine in something that you do that would also really help it to shine, mm. and then we can look at you know going forward how how that helps everybody really, mm. whether it being a platform for the 
just a platform that we can show off and go, look, this is this is how it's done, yeah. or whether it's you getting more beer out of the end, going, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> in the future. <laughs> yeah, and that's our lowest possible yields will be on a, on a big hazy. It's, it's always just a hop, hop absorption. So this this liquid, and then we've got uh, Looper Max uh-huh. um, that we're going to dry up with, which should help us get our bang for buck. Um, so yeah, be be interesting to see how compared to Dank Juice, this comes out with uh, yield as well. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was speaking to Gary earlier. We were saying we reckon for a 25 kilo dry hop, the way we've done it this way round, we would say roughly you should get back on the on the lower end of the scale. You should get back uh, about. At the very low end of the scale, about 250 litres of, uh, of liquid. So, Jeez, okay. Yeah. He says, hopefully. He says, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's his goal, isn't it? Captured, five dozen Anyone can we do that? another take? You can, you can get at least 40 litres. <laughs> and who, who came up with the name like and subscribe? I'm going to get the piss ripped out of me for this. I just Why? need it. <laughs> <laughs> goes, influencer, influencer, influencer. And I'm like me, I go, I'm in the background and I just have a feeling people no, are going to go look at I you. Th- I think we're all throwing ideas in. I don't think yeah. one person could take take the credit for that, but then we all agreed, like and subscribe, so it hits the concept beautifully. Yeah. And then I don't even think there was the name of the beer. We were talking about sort of concepts and the project. Yeah. Um, and I think that just came up, and then that kind of stuck, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, let's go with that. And then and then we took that and shared it with our designer, Tom, who then came back with a cool design of it. I love the label. Yeah, kind of emojis label. and stuff, which kind of captures the the essence of social media, doesn't it? Really, like yeah. the <laughs> design. You know exactly what that little emoji is and the like button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. I think it's just it is a really good representation. The name and that all work together like so well. Oh, brilliant! It's going to be a really great label yeah. for sure. I can't wait for people to see it. So. Yeah, I think once once it comes out, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll grab some cans and then maybe we can have like another follow up sort of tasting. Yeah, of for it sure. We'll measure that yield and see if we've got. If we do, check we've got And if we do it via Zoom, I won't log off straight away. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone that's listening to this, if you've been on our show before and you hear us say. It's because one person one time just said bye and hung up. That would be easy. <laughs> <laughs> now, fixing our housekeeping. <laughs> yeah. Don't just hang up at the end. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. It's been a really, really good day, so thank you guys for having us. Thanks for coming really down. Uh, it's been great, guys. Great. And, uh, yeah, cannot, cannot wait for it to come out. And check it out. Everyone's going to have to check it out after this. And uh, yeah, any 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 final comments for, for this session? No toodles. <laughs> he's, on, he's, he's on the IRL. Right? <laughs> <That's laughs> it's like cool, bye. <laughs> All right, uh, we're having some technical issues, but we'll get there eventually with this one. I don't think we've ever had this many people in our Riverside studio before, so maybe that's why it is. Also, if you're watching the video, you notice that Tori isn't here because she's not very well. But I am joined by many people to replace her. Though we, obviously, we can't we can't replace the lovely Tori Powell. Um, we have got Ian from Bathhouse X. We've got Dan from One Minute Beer Reviews. We've got Emma Inch, uh, and we have all of the people from Unbarred. We've got Jordan, Matt, and Brett. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Now, a few of you have been here before. This is not your first first rodeo on a Women's Breather podcast, um, for various different reasons. Uh, but Dan and Emma, it's your first time, so thank you for coming. We're very pleased to have you. Um, thank you for having here. me. You're welcome. Um, we are very excited to all be here for one beer. Now... While we were having technical difficulties, I think everybody cracked theirs. I think I'm the only person that hasn't got this open now. Um, we have like and subscribe, which we all brewed with Umbard. Um, I'm going to crack mine open. Does someone from Umbard want to tell us about this beer and why it's so special and why you asked us reprobates to come That's and brew it with question, you? Isn't it? 
<laughs> He's a Jordan question. I wouldn't see you come forward on that one. <laughs> what happened? Uh, great. I, I can't take full credit. I'm, I um, very happily uh, evolved um, an offer from, from Ian. And uh, if, if he makes an offer, you can't say no to Ian, can you? That's true. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we wanted to do a collab, wanted to create something wonderful with all the gorgeous um, types of hops and hop products uh, that Barfass um, produce and sell and we wanted to evolve it. Uh, so Ian, could, would you like to say what, how you started the, the thought process and I'll take it from there? Uh, yeah, so I've sort of been thinking a, a while, like we try and with Barthas, we always try and do like little collabs here and there. Um, and I think my my thoughts have always been on collabs is that people get bored of uh, sort of the expected collab out of people. So like, why why should a Barthas collab be the hop people go to a place that does well with hops and makes a hoppy thing? I mean, ultimately, that is at the core of what we've done here, but we padded it out around a little bit. Um, so my, my sort of thoughts were, why don't we why don't we look at it slightly differently? Um, take something that I'm really passionate about, which is um, social media in all its forms, um, uh, and sort of a, a group ethos of being able to help each other out, um, and then push that side of things. So I sort of came up with the idea, why can't we take um, a brewery, Somebody that's somebody that's got a good uh, YouTube following, a good um, podcast following, and a good sort of uh, TikTok following, and see if each each separate part of it can help each other out uh, along the way. Um, and I sort of babbled that to Jordan, and he made the mistake of taking me seriously. <laughs> Fool. Yeah, it was definitely something we could evolve. So. It was, okay, let's try something a bit different. Uh, think outside the box. How do we all communicate and talk about beer now? Uh, how do we share ideas? And, well, let's get in touch with people that we know really believe in craft beer and are great supporters of, of our community in, in all their different formats. Um, so I met wonderful Dan up at Manchester Craft Beer Festival last year. Uh, and and learnt the wonderful world of TikTok, which I, I didn't know enough about. So he's massively got me into that world. Um, Emma, who I don't think we can see at the moment, but hopefully is there. Um, she's been a, a, a long friend of, of myself and the brewery for a long time and is in the Guild of Beer Writers and a great spokesperson for our community. And obviously, you, you know who you are, Joe. <laughs> I would assume that if people are listening to us, they, they know a little bit about me, but maybe <laughs> not. So, how, yeah, how, how can we talk about a beer and just embrace what's wonderful about what we do? It is a delicious beer, I will point out now. It, it's basically pineapple juice. <laughs> I, I, think, <laughs> I think if you want a description of a beer and you want it done quickly, we should really hand that over to the man that does descriptions of beers quickly, shouldn't we? Yeah, we should actually. That's cue for you, Dan. Go on, Brett. You're you're quicker. You're quicker than me, mate. You can keep to a minute. God, don't uh, don't don't tell the missus that, will you? Um, but no, um, I, I I won't lie to you guys. I tried it on uh, on Saturday. So this is my second time trying it. Albeit I am stone cold sober right now. Um, I did get to start off with a little bit of like a dry sort of sort of grape sort of refresh, refreshment first, and then it just burst into just pure tropical fruit, um, slightly grapefruity sort of bitterness, but it's just pineapple juice, as um, as Joe says, and for me as well because I saw what went into it because I basically brewed it single handedly. Is there's loads of oats in it, <laughs> loads of oats in it, it's made it like a really nice smooth sort of mouthfeel. So it's beer of the year, guys. That's all I'm saying, and, uh, and this is to you lot. So cheers and well done. <laughs> Can you tell us what it was like on your first brew day um, and what it is now like to try the beer that you helped brew? Because you did. I honestly didn't have a clue what to what to expect. 
you know, when, when Ian got in touch and made me an offer, I couldn't refuse it. You know, Ian, a.k.a. the hot father. <laughs> um, I honestly had no idea that I was going to come down, meet a load of really, really, really cool people and basically not do an awful lot and just start drinking at 10 a.m. <laughs> Have some really nice pizza at half 12 and then bugger off to a pub at four. You know, I had no idea that's pretty much what it was. But I do have a bit of a sort of, I don't know, a new, I mean, like I said, I love craft beer anyway, and I really do respect the, you know, the sort of time that goes into it and the actual art form that it is. But actually, you know, to speak to, like speaking to Gary, for example, and how knowledgeable he was, and just watching the way it actually goes from the, the mash tun to the kettle to putting the hops in and stuff like that, and it's like, I can really kind of taste the oak snake because I saw them with my own eyes. You know, I can, I can tell it's got all these different hop combinations in it because I watched them go in, in my own, with my own eyes sort of thing. And it just makes it, it makes me feel quite proud actually that I was part of it. Um, and I'd love to, I, I said I'd love to do another one. I'm still getting over mashing out. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I salute you guys for doing it every day. No way. <laughs> love to come back. Really would. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. After the birth of his son, it was the best day of my life, and I've been married for twelve years. <laughs> um, just the point of um, a the power of social media and b first brew days. Um, the reason I got into this whole uh, working in craft beer uh, was actually Jordan's fault. I'm pretty sure I've told this story a few times. Actually, probably the last time I was on your pod- podcast show, to be honest, but. Um, Probably. I actually had an unbarred beer for the first time. I got from a pretty legendary shop in in London called Ghostwale. I was so blown away by it that I actually dropped uh, unbarred a message on Instagram. And after a few messages, uh, Jordan actually invited me to brew with him. And this was back when you were kind of at your missing link days, Jordan, so years ago now. Um, and that was my first brew day. And that was through the power of social media. Um, and then I got the bug um, and I said to Jordan, I love this. This is great. So I spent two grand on a piece of kit to brew and after four brews gave up because I'm terrible at it. I thought, right, Martin, uh, <laughs> 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 this isn't, I can't brew. So there's another way to get in. So yeah, this, this is, this is all Jordan's fault. Emma, what was your first experience of brewing? Uh, well, I, I home brewed many years ago as a as a student so in the uh late 80s early 90s which was utterly disastrous and it was before you could get any it wasn't the internet or anything to get yeah. good advice about about brewing um and then i started again uh when my daughter was born so nearly 11 years ago started again home brewing and and uh i wanted to know a bit more about it particularly writing about beer and and i wanted to really get to grips with how to brew so um i did uh, a course at um what's it called general certificate in brewing at the i i want to say ibc is that right ibd ibd um and so i was doing that and i uh just emailed a couple of random breweries asking if i could go for a brew day and uh get my head around it and I went to Bedlam Brewery, who sadly are no longer with us. Um, but I went there and, um, yeah, really sort of, yeah, caught the bug about brewing. But but uh, Jordan, I've also brewed with Jordan. I brewed with Jordan in his shed. So in the very early days of Unbarred. And we brewed um, uh, probably one of the first New England IPAs I'd kind of come across. We were both kind of there looking at this recipe that Jordan had created, going, what you don't put any hops in at the beginning? What what the hell's that? But what? How's this going to work? What on yeah. earth is it going to taste like? And uh, yeah, and both being really kind of confused about the whole thing. And uh, yeah, there are some photos of me in the most enormous rubber gloves I've ever ever worn. Um, like uh, yeah, digging out the little mash in the in Jordan's shed. So um, yeah, and then Jordan ended up being. I I used to have a podcast called Fermentation Beer and Brewing, and. Um, Jordan was my most uh, frequent guest on that. I think I think you came on on the uh, on the show about four or five times, Jordan, with various bits of news. You'd pop up. I don't think anybody knew it was just because we were friends, and you know, you brew really good beer. <laughs> 
You're slacking. This is only the second time you've been on this one, Jordan. <laughs> I'll get about, yeah. <laughs> He's a serial podcast guest. Watch, watch him. <laughs> now, nah, Emma from Miracle is our one. She pops back whenever she can. Okay. <laughs> She's holding the record at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> Might start podcasting if you want it, Jordan, if you fancy it, mate. <laughs> he's always up for a podcast <laughs> me out, mate. <laughs> but this is the community right like this is the thing that we're that this beer is about is building this community and and how we get it all out there like i just started this as a like someone that drank beer and enjoyed it and was just like oh, i kind of want to talk about it with other people and see what happens and then we've been able to like uh, showcase these amazing breweries and what they're doing and then you know they ask us along to brew beer she says in air quotes drinking beer at 10 o'clock in the morning and eating pizza best hospitality thank you very much um it's that like that synchronicity between the two is it, it's what one of the things i really love about the beer community well, it's worth saying joe like i, I mean i was I was on the podcast, what, I don't know, what, mid-2020, something like that. It feels like a long time ago. Like 21, I think. You were one of our early, first guests, early I think. 21, yeah. yeah. Um, and then from there, sort of like me and you spoke a bit on Facebook, spoke a bit with Tori. So yeah. when you applied for Birth RSX, like, even though we'd not met each other formally in person... Like when you start, yeah. when you came into the office, I was like, "Oh, it's Joe, hello." Right. They said actually, but the the weekend before I started, he was like, "Good luck, I'll see you in the office." It was really nice. <laughs> I think it's quite funny as well how people think that the people like us like don't speak to each other, or like we're in competition right. or something. We all want to watch each other succeed, and on on TikTok especially, there is a lot of people in in my arena buy a beer and open it and, and drink it and you know talk about it that sort of thing um and, and you know you get the off fly by a night person who joins and literally drinks everything in the supermarket and then because there's none left you don't upload ever again but then you get people who really do get into it and then they start i mean I, i've been tagging comments on well, there's a guy i know called kai who is from manchester originally but he lives in somerset um and somebody tagged me and but he basically said um always one minute beer review from Aldi or something like that. I thought it was quite funny actually. Um, and so did, so did Kai. So I was down in Somerset anyway. So I'm like, I oh, mate, you're free. And you're going, yeah, let's go have a beer. So we went to Topsham Brewery in Exeter and you can reply to the, vid- you, can, you can reply to a comment with a video. So it starts off with him with a pint glass and all of a sudden he chases for somebody. The camera pans around, it's me, swig, put it down. And it basically just went to save like, we do speak, you know, we are we are quite a close sort of community. You know, we do speak about where did you get that from? Got it from here. Oh, great. You got your hookups for it. Yeah, we have. And then you see their video and it's like, brilliant. I hope to get that bit. And likewise, I, I'll go out and say to people, where'd you get all of that? Oh, I can, I can send you one. Brilliant. And they do. And vice versa. We're always doing it. So, yeah, I think it's quite... Um, the world it is as well. Like, I, I released, hmm. um, like, I released like, what, three videos? I think three or four videos under Roll for Shandy. And, like... They didn't have huge amounts of they didn't have huge amounts of viewers, but literally the second video I released, somebody somebody commented going, "Oh, you should you should work with the one minute beer review. This that'd be a great collaboration." <laughs> I was like, "If only I knew him." Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah. think that's I mean, really reflective yeah. of the beer industry itself. Like, though you know, I'm like I'm going to use a lot of air quotes tonight. I think air quotes. The breweries are like in competition they're not really like everyone's working together you're all kind of sharing information it wasn't until after covid and the and the beer festival started up again that i as a consumer really understood how important beer festivals are for brewers to meet one another and share information and you know build those relationships and and the collaborations and things like the the beer industry is as collaborative as the community is, which is why this works so well. Well, if we don't all talk, like then yeah. each other. If we don't all talk, then yeah. brew IPAs might come come back again. <laughs> I like a brew IPA. I'm going to put it out there. I like a brew IPA. Can I um, can I put it out there as well to say that more breweries need to brew a cold IPA as well? I love cold IPAs. Do you like a cold IPA? Oh, right. yeah, I love them. Well, the unbarred one was the, the best I've, I've ever good. had. Yeah. Yeah. The unbarred, the unbarred yeah. was the first one. It was the mm. first one I ever had. Um, it was released eight. Yeah, point, I think I think I think it was eight point four percent. Not just dry hop lagers. Who cares? 
Well, it was 8.4% and it drank like it was five and I swigged it off in about eight minutes and couldn't understand why I couldn't string a sentence together after that. Dangerous, wasn't it? It was lovely. Oh, it was brilliant. Got me well into them. We, uh, I was going to say, actually, we've, we've talked about the, the festivals of the community and, and opportunities like this, but it's the one thing, and I was talking to Matt about this earlier today, when you end up working in something you're so passionate about is... The opportunity to go and meet people and remember why you got into it because you can be so uh, head down, ass up, excuse the expression yeah. of what I need to get done now and planning ahead. And you're very much, you know, at full pace. Uh, and then when you get the opportunity to come online and talk about it, and someone asks you about your first love or a beer, or you both, you meet other people that have shared that moment of just the classic balance of a lager and you're sharing those exciting moments is like ah oh, it's really refreshing this is why i'm into it and yeah again that was the importance of working with people that really care about what we do in our community to share something um and do it with integrity because uh, you know number one it's a passion and then number two most of us are fortunate enough that we've been able to work in it as well <laughs> I think yeah other i find other people people in the industry help keep you sane right because um it's a tough yeah. job for those of us who work in it uh and you know sometimes just being able to pick up the phone and speak to another brewer or someone else who's in events or see someone at festivals that looks as haggard and tired as you <laughs> that's true <laughs> you just you think yeah we do it because we love or, or falling asleep in a hammock Matt. do you know anyone who's done that <laughs> I know a lot of people that have fallen asleep in a hammock. I may have oh, well, just okay, okay. messaged Mash Gang today to let them know that the hammock will be available for them <laughs> this week. Surely Mash Gang have got no excuse. If you're getting drunk on Funny. 0% lager. Right. <laughs> it's tiring pouring pints, Ian. <laughs> Even if they're zero zero point five percent It is interesting, though, what Jordan's saying, like, and I, I used to get asked all the time when I was at Wild Weather, because um, we did we did quite a lot of collabs, sadly never with Unbarred, um, but that was uh, that was down to other reasons, I believe. Um, but that was, um, but we used to get asked all the time, who's your favourite collab? And it's just not a, it was never anything that we could ever answer, because it was like, well, actually, everybody we collab with were lovely people. And even if you try and break it down to, oh, this day was great because of this, or this day was great because of this, every day was spectacular for a different days, whether it be something you learned or just how much you laughed or what have you. And it, it was just, and I think that just speaks volumes for the community. Jordan, how do you go about, uh, other than Ian coming up with crazy ideas and approaching you, how do you normally yeah. come up with kind of your collabs? Like, do you approach people? Do they approach you? <laughs> oh, it's uh <laughs> it's it's um i think i've been describing it amongst the team it's it's like going uh on a date or if you uh like someone but you don't know if they like you yes and you don't want to go straight in with a kiss um it's very much the same politics <laughs> yeah, I totally of, get of how you approach it um i mean First step is, you know, uh, have a chat. You might be in the same place, you know, come here often. You're at a festival. Um, <laughs> then you might exchange a couple of drinks. <laughs> I like each other's drinks, you know. <laughs> um, that, <laughs> that, is, that is pretty much the analogy. Um, the, other, the other thing is we've been doing it for quite a few years. Next year, believe it or not, from, from the shed, is will be our 10th anniversary wow um although we've had the thank you we've, we've had the brewery i've been 100 percent uh working for umbride only since 2019 it's always been from the shed whilst brewing elsewhere and, and being a head brewer elsewhere etc um so it's only since 2019 that's happened um and i've had a huge amount of collabs and it's been very important especially at the beginning how do you spread your message as quick as you can and how do you spread it to a new audience that may not have heard of you so you might want to target breweries further afield at the beginning 
um, through lockdown and big part to our brand has been, you know, side of our Kansas is made of Brighton. So there's a culture, there's an attitude, there's an openness, but working with other creatives. So we've worked with record labels and did the first peel off label for, for a record label, um, which was the, the liner notes of the vinyl. We've worked with Bird and Blend, that's a tea company. They started in Brighton in their flat, making their own cups of tea with different flavors and challenging what tea is like. They're like the the sort of omnipolos of of the tea world. <laughs> um, so it was really just on that creative point, our brands really aligned. So um, I think now we don't do as many collabs. I think once a month's the maximum we do now, whereas before it was just unlimited. Um, but now I feel it's more important for us to do uh collabs that really aligned with our brands whether it's complementary to a style that we do um i'm very openly and and some breweries have said it to us you do stuff that we haven't tried or we don't know we haven't done that yet so it'd be really great just to share that experience and learn from each other so that's a lovely thing and it was quite interesting i did a talk for the brighton chamber which is a uh, loads of local businesses and they asked me to come do a talk on why collaboration is great because we're one of the rarest uh, communities that actually collaborate with a competitor. And it was a lot of people like couldn't understand why would I share anything with those guys who are competing against each other? We're showing the power of what you can do if you do something together. So it, It's um, so funny yeah, when you find somebody in the industry that doesn't. Right? Um, so yeah. th there was, um, again, at Wild Weather, there was, we had, um, we had, there was, <clears throat> There was another brewery um, within within a hundred miles, let's say, just to not narrow it down too much, uh, that would refuse to fill that refused to fill their growlers um, with or refused to fill uh, anybody else's growlers with their beer, uh, saying that it would reflect badly on their beer if it was in somebody else's growlers. Not from a health standpoint that they couldn't rinse it out or anything like that, but just because somebody else's branding would be on their beer. Um, we used to get people coming wow. in going, do you know that I couldn't fill it up here? And I'm like, well, we can't, we can't ask them to do it. Like, yeah. it's a thing. And it, but it is such a rarity that people don't want to be open and, you know, share, share recipes, ideas, different brewing techniques. Because it ultimately, it all helps, it all helps the final destination of everybody making good beer. I think we're so lucky now that pretty much every brewery makes great beer. <laughs> Some better than others, Jordan, obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah the competition's great and i yeah bring it on i absolutely love it if a new brewery starts up opposite great um need to borrow a bag of malt fine um got no problem at all because the end of the day we're all trying to make the the craft market bigger and we, we can't do it um if we're not working together for that so yeah i'm all for it for sure I mean, space for everyone. I think there's space for everybody's beers. Like, there's such a, uh, you know, we always say this on a women's brew. There's, if you don't think you like beer, it's because you haven't tried the right one yet. Because there's so many different ones. So there's room for all the different breweries that bring all the different things to the table. And having, having done a few, few collaborations now, we were just saying in our birthday episode last week that when we first started, you know, Someone asking us to brew with them was like, oh my goodness, where, what was I going to go brew with an actual brewery? And we never thought it would happen again. And now we've done, this is our seventh beer, I think, with a brewery. Um, and that just, every, you know, you go into these breweries and they've got a slightly different setup of their kit, or it's the same kit as that brewery you were just on, but they do this slightly differently. And this one needs to use these types of ingredients to make it work, or you need to do this sort of thing. And it's, it's you learn something new every time. So why wouldn't you want to share that knowledge with other people? It's like here in Manchester, you've got um, on the same trading estate, you've got Cloudwater, Track and Shore Shop, yeah. all on the same estate. And three, probably three of the most sort of well-known craft breweries in the UK, they're pretty much in every single bottle shop. Um, yeah, you know, it's... They do. Who's your favourite, Dan? Uh, ooh, not sure shot. <laughs> not sure shot. Probably track, actually, because I prefer the tap room. You were supposed to say Umbard. You missed that one. Oh, no, took no off, I meant. What our cloud water track in the sure shot? Umbard, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's a positive <laughs> thing, though, isn't it? When you got those three breweries in one yeah, state. Yeah, that was great. We, mm. when we it makes it a destination. The festival up there, we got to go to all the tap rooms. Yeah. Um, yeah, kids in sweet shops. So we had a whole festival with God knows how many breweries. Um, but then could go around all the tap rooms as well. It's amazing. Great scene. Yeah, I think now that, uh, now the balance are there, that makes a real nice mix. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, they're they're um they're brewing a um, house pale, I think, for um for a pub I go into quite a bit in Altrincham. Um so yeah, it's um it's good to see. It's good to see, it is. And I think recently they had like some like thing where you go get like a card stamp, you have to get like, a stamp from all four breweries and then you bring it back and you, you got money off something or a free pint or off something. But yeah, like I say, there is room oh, for everybody. Cool. There really is. A rising tide raises all boats is that right is that what they yeah. call it yeah so when you've got more breweries in a place more people will go more customers will hopefully head that make a a trip out that way to come and explore what you've got yeah absolutely absolutely do you see much of, of a much of a sort of brighton beer sort of beer mileage with the um, loud shirt and brighton beer and then and then you guys you see many people sort of doing that trek uh not specifically no um i mean we when we first opened in 2019 we code out of every brewery in in brighton and, and on the outskirts as well and loud shirt one of them but they've been taken over or been bought out by someone else and um i hear he's a lovely guy i've not not met him yet um brighton beard know the guys very well we still help each other out bags of yeast and hops um but it's, it is quite weird with Brighton. If if you're a local, doing that journey in one day is a big deal. And it, even like we're on the beach, oh, going all the way past Brighton Station, that's a long walk. You know, it's 15, 20 minutes. But it, it people don't seem to go that far in an evening. So you'll, you'll go to one, whereas the, the breweries you've mentioned are what we would call East Brighton and we're more Central Brighton. Somehow that's very far. But there is a hill. <laughs> Tell me about it. I, I discovered that first time. It nearly killed me. So there we go. And I think I think with with Brighton, it's it's quite a different city to Manchester or a lot of other cities in the north. I mean, it's it's much much smaller for a start. Um, but also, it doesn't have that industrial heritage. So there isn't that sort of um, industrial real estate. It's very very yeah. hard to get, as Jordan knows very well. Um, it's yeah. very hard to get in sort of industrial real estate in the centre of town. So, although I would say Brighton has a a fantastic beer scene, often that's not it's not just based around the tap rooms; it's the pubs. So we've got a brilliant pub scene. You know, we're a city of of leisure and holiday and uh, and fun. So our pubs are pretty good, I think. You know, I think we've got a really nice selection of pubs, and I think definitely people do those kind of tours around, you know, the sort of uh, five or ten really good beery pubs, taking in Unbarred on the way kind of thing, or if you're up the other end, taking in those two breweries as well. So I think it tends to be pub-based rather than taproom-based. So I, don't, I don't know if the other guys from Brighton agree with me. You can almost, as exit one pub, you can already see the next one you're heading to. It's, it's We've got so many good pubs um, as well around Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> have you got some recommendations for people who haven't been to Brighton on where they should go? Well, you only need to stumble out the station to find the Evening Star. Uh, what a boozer that is. Uh, what a boozer that is. Uh, they've got a sister pub, Brick, um, which is further over into sort of on the border of Brighton and Hove, which focuses a lot on kind of uh, Czech and German lager styles, plus some other stuff. And then Hole in the Wall is a really cute little venue. That's really nice. Um, oh, the Watchmakers over in Hove. Because, again, we don't have many micropubs because property is so expensive here and there isn't sort of empty properties, you know, where people can develop micropubs. And also the licensing laws are quite strict as well in terms of opening up new venues. So, um, but, yeah, we've got we've got a nice little route. I, like, I love the Prince Albert as well. I like... The Basket Makers still has a real fond place in my heart uh, of being a really trad pub, really nice, welcoming pub. So, yeah. And because, yeah, Brighton people don't walk 
very far, as Jordan said. You know, that's why I'm always shocked when I go to London. People say, oh, we've got a tube station really near us. I'm like, it's 20 minutes walk away. What are you on about? Like, well, I could get across town in that time. So all the pubs I've mentioned, you could you could walk to very easily. You know, you could easily do put yourself together a little crawl and be busy for, well, two or three days, I think, crawling around nice. the pubs of Brighton. <laughs> I do like that there's like these little hubs now coming together of really good venues that are sharing really good beers and it doesn't have to be craft beer it can be traditional beer exactly yeah good beer is good beer exactly well i know ian's got his dinner waiting for him behind him (laughs) so um so the beer is being we're releasing this the day before the the beer launch it's launching around the country i believe where what places can people find like and subscribe well, hopefully all good bottle shops. And we're currently just working on confirming some venues. But I think uh, <laughs> Matt's got the hive on board who are going to be pouring it. Um, we have somewhere in Brighton. Of Excellent. course, our, our tap room will have it pouring um, from Tuesday the 10th. And it will be just kind of going far and wide from from that date. And our web shop, of course, you can grab cans. Excellent. I know Dexter and Jones have confirmed uh, this evening that they're going to go for it. Uh, Maybe you can cut this out if they don't, but I'll have place and maybe they. Yeah, you know, there's there's going to be some places that have got it. I'm hoping that possibly can make head do because it means that Ian, me and Ian can get drunk on the Tuesday and then I can go to the live on Saturday and, and do it all Ooh, again. Because nice. so, um, it's a delicious beer. It's really so, good. Um, <laughs> I said, you know, when, um, when I tried it, I said, if you want something doing properly, do it yourself. There you go, see? That's it now. You've got the bug. You're going to be brewing all the time. That's it. You can start doing homebrew content. Well, the thing is, though, I've, I've done the, I did a bit of homebrew years ago and completely destroyed my kitchen, so maybe maybe not. You know, we'll see. We'll see if she lets me get away with it, but yeah. <laughs> you watch, mate. Now now that you've released a video on TikTok that says that you've done a collab, you're going to get, a, you're going to get a, an influx of people going, oh, can we do a collab? As long as they get me a pint at half ten and provide pizza for lunch, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> not all collabs are as good as that. That's a, that's exactly that. That's like they need to look after us as well as as well as Jordan and Brett looks after us and Matt of course. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for coming, everybody. It's been wonderful having you all. Um, I'm going to go around each and see if there's anything you want to plug. Umbard, as a collective, is there anything you'd like to plug other than everyone needs to go out and buy, like, and subscribe? Yeah, just everyone go go grab the beer on Tuesday the tenth. Yeah, next week. Well, it'll be tomorrow when you release this. So tomorrow, go and go and yes. grab the beer. <laughs> thanks everyone for having us on, and thanks for being involved with it. It's uh, yeah, been great fun, more fun to be had. Welcome. You're on the leaderboard now for <laughs> multiple times being on the podcast. Just a fun in general, like you know, um, I, I I work for Unbar now, but. Um, you know the story I said earlier. They were my favourite brewery. Yeah, you know for for a good reason because the beers are incredible. So um, yeah, just a general plug from Bart. And they'll look out for next year's anniversary. There's going to be some very exciting things coming up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's going to be a good one. Amazing. Uh, Emma, is there anything you would like to plug? Yeah. So my new podcast, same again, which is on the tin uh so it's a podcast about beer pubs and mental health so um yes yeah, conversations i think need to be had in the industry and hopefully we'll start uh start talking about them and the launch date of this beer actually happens to be world mental health day as oh, well wow. so um Excellent. it's probably a good time to kind of start just having those discussions about uh you know a the fact that excessive you know those of us who've perhaps experienced uh, anxiety or depression know that sometimes uh, um, excessive alcohol consumption can have a, a impact on our our mental health, a detrimental impact on our mental health. But perhaps we also know that that um, that pubs and bars and tap rooms can also make us feel much more connected to our to a community and and have a positive effect on our on our well being. So it's kind of that kind of balance that I'm juggling in that podcast. And um, you can find that on all podcast providers. Uh, and yeah, get stuck in and hopefully have a good listen. Excellent. 
And Dan, what would you like to share? Um, I just want to say thank you to Unbad and Bath Arsex for the invite to what was the best day in my life after the birth of my son. Oh, um, mate. I just want to say it was an absolute pleasure to meet yourself, Joe, in the story, and you as well, Emma. It was um, brilliant to get your opinions on, on everything and to kind of get an insight into into your socials and stuff like that. It really, really, really was a great day all round. Um I want everyone to go and buy the beer because it's beer of the year. It's brilliant. Um, and follow me on Instagram and TikTok at One Minute Beer Review. I will share everyone's links in the show notes so everyone can go and like and subscribe, everyone. Uh, oh, yeah, what a segue that was. like to plug? <laughs> no, just, um, just uh, obviously I don't have any socials to follow or anything like that. Um, for the for the brewers listening, of which I'm sure there are many of this podcast, uh, you can find both myself and Joe at the Brewers Congress for a couple of days. It'll come will be a week after this. Um, it'd be lovely to see you all. Uh, come across and talk beer. We're more than happy to. Um, and thank you, big thank you to Jordan and the whole Unbarred staff for being just incredible for making a great beer and just for being good mates. Thank you, mate. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. Thanks, everyone, for coming. Let's go and finish this lovely beer. Cheers. Well, here is the beer. Here is like and subscribe. This can is now empty. This is all I've got left in my glass. Um, when Tori's well again, she's going to really enjoy this. It is so pineapple It's soft. Like, it's exactly what you'd expect from Umbard. Um, It is a beautiful dipper. Not usually my fave, but I've I've really enjoyed this. Um, On the can, it's called a juice bomb. Um, And uh, if you get one of these cans, and if you're watching our video, you can see our logos on the can. We actually have a logo now. I don't know if you... We may have said this in one of our other episodes, but uh, we realised we didn't have a a logo. So we whipped one up, and that is on this can, along with Emma's podcast and Dan's One Minute Beer Reviews one. So uh, go and find one of these beauts and enjoy it uh, and if you'd like to talk to us about collaboration you can get a hold of me and my beer school which is love beer learning and we are on facebook instagram twitter or x tiktok and pinterest mostly on instagram so come and find me there uh, you can come to my website which has had a little bit of a clean up come and have a look at that and that is lovebeerlearning.co.uk or you can email me lovebeerlearning at gmail.com if you want to get hold of Tori, she is mostly on Instagram. Sometimes she's on TikTok and she is adventures underscore in underscore optimism. Or you can email her adventures in optimism at gmail.com. And of course, if you'd like to get hold of us as a podcast, you can go to a woman's brew on Instagram and Facebook. And I think we are our next, but we don't really go there. So come find us on Instagram um, or you can email us a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'm going to go finish the little bit of this beer because I'm all alone tonight. Uh, it is beautiful, though, so do go find yourself some like and subscribe and make sure you like and subscribe to all of our different channels. Cheers. Cheers.